Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. It's Stephanie here. Welcome back to the Rent to Rent Success podcast. Question I get, is it right to start Rent to Rent right now in a recession? I speak to a lot of people about this and this question keeps going, coming, coming up even. And I'm going to break it down for you. If we agree that right now there is an economic slowdown hitting many people, now it's not hitting everybody. What does a a recession mean for rent to rent? Firstly, when there's a recession, there's always a massive opportunity to increase your wealth, to increase your income and to increase your wealth. Because we all know that old adage, and it's so true, if you do what the masses are doing, you get what the masses are getting. And right now, in this time, most people are experiencing financial worries, lack of control, uncertainty, uncertainty about your job, uncertainty about your mortgage, uncertainty about your rent costs. Um, Everything seems to be going up. So, what people forget is this is definitely the time for a side hustle. A side hustle is another source of income. And every source of income that you have makes you more resilient. That resilient makes you more powerful, gives you more freedom. Like if you had a one leg stool, it's not a stool. (laughs) If you've got a a three leg stool, you've got three sources of income, it's much more solid. And it's exactly the same for your different sources of income. So before I started in rent to rent, I had one income, one source of income, my job. If that went, that was 100% of my income gone. And that has totally changed in the past seven years since we've been doing rent to rent. And I love to say that it's seven years because it's such a short time. It goes by so quickly, doesn't it? Um, But now I've got income from our rent to rent business, HMO Heaven. I've got income from our owned property portfolios. That's the properties that we bought, developed and rent out through our rent to rent business. We've got income from our mentoring business. That's this business, Rent to Rent Success. We've got income from our coaching business. That's called Blow Up Your Life, where we help women over 40 to blow up their lives. We've got income from stocks and shares because as we've been growing in this business and we've been mixing with people who invest in property, who grow their wealth, who invest in other ways, we started doing things we weren't previously doing, such as investing in stocks and shares. And that's one of the superpowers of changing what you do. When I had just my job income, I was unaware of these other ways to make money. Or I wouldn't say I was unaware of them, I knew about property. 
but I knew that property existed, property investment, but I thought it was something for other people and not me. As well as the income, we've also got assets that we own. So for the properties that we own, we've got the equity from that property portfolio. The equity means how much it's gone up in value since we bought it. Now, this is an income. This is more a, a wealth creation that our, our net wealth is greater than it was before. So as an example, and one of the amazing things about property, with stocks and shares, you, you know, your average return over the last 10 years is 7%. But with property, you can force um, a return by improving the properties. And so we bought a block of 12 flats in 2000, I think it was 2019. And that has now increased from £375,000 that we paid for it to what it's now worth, £660,000. So that's it's gone up almost £300,000 in just four years. We spent £100,000 doing it up, uh, gradually, room by room. Plus, on top of that, we've had all the income, the, the rental income, so which is around £66,000 a year. So it's an incredible wealth creation vehicle and something that we would never have been doing if we hadn't started in Rent to Rent. So uh, under the assets, we've got the property portfolio We've also got a SAS pension. This is a pension which your limited company has, which means that you can take profits from your limited company without paying tax and invest them. Regarding property, you can only invest in commercial property, which suits us because of the, you know, for example, if you're investing in a property like the one that I just mentioned, which is 11 flats in the shop, I just say 12 flats to make it quicker to say, but that's called a commercial property. So that's the type of property that we can invest in from our SAS pension profits without having to pay tax to take the money out of the limited company. But I don't want to get technical. All I'm just trying to say is that we've also got assets. So we've got assets in terms of the equity in the property portfolio, assets in the SAS pension, and assets in the stocks and shares. So the reason why I'm talking about all that is not to show off because everything is relative. Um, what I'm wanting to say is that when you start a new stream of link income, it leads to other streams of income. And it's not just the feeling of freedom that you get, the security of knowing that you get to choose how to spend your time, what job, if any, you're going to do. And some people do choose to keep their jobs more long term because they want to use the money they make from their property business to invest in property. So that's something for you to decide, but you get to choose the freedom of not having to ask for time off to spend with your family, the freedom you get of knowing you have the financial security to pay for the lifestyle you want and to invest the money that, you, that you're not living on and also the money to help other people, the freedom to live your life how you want. And that is priceless. Like Lois, when she first started the Rent to Rent Kickstarter mentorship, she was working in the city in a high pressure accounting job. And what she was saying was she missed out on every Christmas 
because of the pressure of work and that end of year filing. So one of the things she loves about starting her rent to rent business in London meant she could take up the choice to stop working uh, for the accounting business. And for her, the most important thing about that and the thing that she loves is she loves working in her business with her adult daughters and finally getting to truly enjoy Christmas with her family. And the money from her business means she can do that. So I just wanted to paint the picture of why we do this. And so why do people say you can't get started in a recession? You won't be able to get your property. There's three three main reasons. The first is you won't be able to get your property because people can't afford the rent. You won't be able to rent out your property because people can't afford the rent. The second reason people say to me is, well, landlords and agents won't want to work with us. And the third reason people give is, I can't afford to start a business right now. So I want to take each one in turn and talk about it because these are, are, are myths. They're not reality. So the first one, you won't be able to rent out your property because people won't be able to afford to rent it in a recession. So people think that in a recession, there's less demand for rental property. And this really gets my goat because the opposite is true. Residential rental demand increases in recessions. Most people in a recession prefer to rent rather than buy. The English Housing Survey found that home ownership was, is, at its, is at its lowest since 1985. And the private rental sector has doubled in size since 2004, with 4.5 million people renting, renting their house, including 50% of people aged 25 to 34, which is uh, a majority of the people who live in HMOs. The Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, I've got a few statistics here, <laughs> show that following the past recessions, there was a rise in tenant demand. And, you know, you've only got to switch on the news right now to know that rental demand is increasing and rents are going up. We see this in our business every day. When we put ads online, we get over 100 applications in just a few days. And this is happening for our Kickstarters all across the country as well. So although many people state that um, rental demand goes down in a recession, it's just plain wrong. Uh, recessions see growing demand for rental property and especially for affordable rentable rental properties such as HMOs. When you have a good property in the right area, it will rent all day long. Now is absolutely the best time to get started. And in the mentorship, of course, we show you exactly how to identify what is a good property and how to exactly know how the numbers will work for you. And we'll look at those properties with you and work through it together. So the second reason that people say that it won't work in a recession is landlords and agents won't want to work with you because people then wonder, well, if it's so easy to rent out properties at the moment, then landlords and agents won't want to work with you. Again, the reverse is true. So why landlords want to work with you is actually landlords have often had bad experiences with agents. 
And the reason for this is traditional high street letting agents typically manage hundreds of properties and they don't have the capacity or the knowledge to manage HMOs effectively. And that leads to higher voids, that's empty rooms, higher maintenance fees. Um, because, for example, one of the landlords that we took over, he'd had his property managed for over 12 years by a traditional letting agent. Uh, he was a remote landlord and the property had gone to rack and ruin. Yet he was often paying £50 because an electrician was called to change a light bulb. Somebody had taken the light bulb out the hall. They call the electrician. The electrician pays the light bulb and Robbie pays £50. And that's just not on. That's not how we manage our properties at all and the reason why we're able to do it where letting agents can't and rent it out consistently because there's so much demand there is because we're on the ball because we've got fewer properties we're not missing viewings we're not missing opportunities because it's so easy to be able to manage a few properties and you'll know from our other episodes with each property giving you anywhere from 500 to well over a thousand pounds in profit, you only need a few properties and it's much easier to manage yourself. And also we show you in the mentorship how to bring in other people so that you don't have to do the management. So secondly, landlords want to work with you. So I've talked about why landlords want to work with you, bad experiences with agents. Secondly, because of higher utility bills. Now, higher utility bills seem like a threat to us, but actually it's an opportunity. You'll see that the government's reintroduced the utility cap and prices are not as high as they were. That's utility prices. So landlords don't want that. And so they're more more open now to a a solution where we pay the bills. And the reason why it also works for us is because it makes us easier to get properties and we've updated our contracts so that there's a cap on what we will pay for utilities. And landlords have been fine with that, absolutely. So what that means is we know what the minimum profit will make on any given property and we put that cap in place so that we, you know, we protect that because our business has to work as well. And those contracts are in the mentorship as well. So you get the right contracts to protect your business so that you can take advantage of things like higher utility bills when other people can't. You can make take advantage of that and make money and have your landlords and housemates be delighted to be working with you. So the third reason why landlords do want to work with you is because in many cases, if they've got a mortgage on their property and it's not a fixed one, uh, their mortgages will have gone up. And what that means is it's more important for them to know what is the rent coming in and cover the um, cover the cover the mortgage. So I've talked about why landlords want to work with you. Why do letting agents want to work with you? Letting agents want to work with you because we do the management and they still get their commission. So it's a win for them. And they can go about winning more business. If they know that they've got a great company like you 
managing rent to rents for them. They can go out and speak to more HMO landlords and take on their properties and sell your business into those properties. And we've heard many Kickstarters on this very show talking about how agents are coming to them with deals now, like Brenda mentioned in her episode. Once you show what you can do, you the same agent can keep giving you properties. Now, you might say, well, some of the agents seem a bit reticent. because, And that is because we do have to get over the hurdle of building trust with agents so that they don't think that we're trying to steal their landlords. We're not trying to steal their landlords. We're trying to partner with them so that we have this steady flow of properties. So that is the second myth that people think um, – landlords and letting agents won't want to work with you landlords and letting agents are more open than ever to working with rent to rent businesses because the economic climate is exactly as it is that's why now is a perfect time to start so the third the third reason I'm hearing is that I can't afford to start a business right now now for most of most of us listening to this podcast that is a lie because we can afford the things we want to afford. Um, and for most of us in the richer countries in the world who are working, um, we have some income and we choose what to spend it on. And what we spend it on is the things that are important to us. Let me give you an illustration of what I mean. If you were told today that your child or someone important to you needed a £1,000 for a life-saving operation, you'd find it. We know we'd all find it. We live in one of the richest countries in the world and there's money all around us. And our access to do to it is all to do with our resourcefulness. Even the way we spend the money that we personally have ourselves shows what is important to us. Are we spending money um, on takeaways and coffees? Nothing wrong with that, but just know that that's what you're choosing to do. Or are we spending money on, you know, improving ourselves, investing or um, other things that lead to benefits in the long term? Or are we spending all our money on benefits in the short term that benefit us today, but don't last? So something really important to think about. I think to myself, I'm so glad that I jumped into this when I did and that I made it a priority because if it, if it's important to you to have another stream of income, if you want to give yourself more choice, we have to invest in creating that result. We have to invest time in taking action and we have to invest money in creating those results. Now, compared with investing in buying properties and building up buy-to-let portfolio, it's a small amount of money and a small amount of time. With a job, you invest too, because people think, oh, I don't know if I want to invest that time and money. But you're already investing time and money. Uh, For most people working full-time in the UK, you're investing at least 40 hours a week, and for some, much, much more. 40 weeks of the year and 40 plus years of your life. And at the end of it, the job only works when you do. And many people will work much later in life because of the pensions crisis. When you invest in a business, though, it's not 40 hours a week for 40 years, 40 weeks a year. It's a few hours a month 
to get up and running. And you get paid every month, even when you're not working. And not only that, as I was saying at the very beginning of this episode, the experience and the income give you more opportunity. You can, once you've got the rent to rent business set up and you're making money there, you can open the next door and buy and invest in property. That's the next step in wealth building. But to create the next step, you have to take the first step because every moment in time has its opportunities. And right now in the recession, there are wealth building opportunities. So take the opportunity. If you want to take the next step and let us help you step by step, find out more about how we can help you. We've got free resources and we've got our incredible paid mentorship, the Rents to Rent Kickstarter mentorship. And you can find out all about that at renttorentsuccess.com slash work with us. And there you'll see everything from free masterclass to paid mastermind. Because as Zig Ziglar said, as, as I love to say, you don't have to be great to get started, but you do have to get started to be great. So just get started. Most of us give up on ourselves before we've started. And use things like recession as an excuse not to start. I did that and I wasted too many years. I wasted time listening to people who didn't have the results that I was looking for, people who didn't have the answers that I needed, people who had never invested in property, never had a business, people who complained about their lives. And if there's one lesson I wish I'd understood it earlier, it's that you should listen to those who have done what you'd like to do. They can show you how to move past the obstacles you need to navigate. They can show you the shortcuts to success. Um, And don't just blindly accept what anyone, including me, says to you. Take all the information and ask the ultimate authority, the person who has your best interests at heart, the person who knows you inside out, the person who knows what's best for you, yeah? Ask yourself. And then if you want to do it, do it. I love when Angela Ma says, whatever they say you can't do, do it twice. I'm down for that. They said I couldn't do this, and they did. So many people said when I was starting, don't do it. Even my mom, who loves us to bits, of course, didn't want us to start because she was really worried about uh, about us because we didn't have the experience, blah, blah, and blah. But we knew that this was our path. If you know this is your path, if you want to get started, go and get the Rent to Rent Success Masterclass and Guide at renttorentsuccess.com slash guide. That's absolutely free, 90-minute masterclass. You'll see all the amazing reviews on that page. So until next week, have a great rest of the week. And remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best selling book on Rents to Rent. You can find it at renttorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best rent to rent HMO book 
and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.